the Rotating Bits podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. In today's episode, we want to talk about, well, actually, (laughs) we got derailed and we ended up talking about various different topics that were more or less loosely related to one another. But the main theme of today's episode is one of our personal favorites, which is Ready Player One. It's a movie I've seen multiple times. It's a movie she's seen multiple times. So we had a very interesting conversation about that. With that being said, enough said, let's begin. Hello. Hi, Chris. Hello, how are you? Welcome back. I'm back. Back again. Why don't you ever acknowledge my name? How are they Crystal. supposed to know? <laughs> with a K. <laughs> yeah, with a K. You hear the C, but it's a lie. <laughs> I don't know, can it be spelled with a C? Yeah, that's how it's originally spelled. As a stone, but not as a name. Well, no, I'd say that it's a direct- I mean, don't people pull all the- all the time for names from inanimate objects, like Apple? <laughs> I Mercedes? Think the- what is it, Tom Cruise's first? Yeah, Mercedes. <laughs> there's a- there's a lot of them out there. <laughs> Tom Cruise? I think his- isn't his daughter's name Siri? I'm pretty sure it's her. See? Well, I mean, that proves my point too, though. <laughs> I'm sure he, his whole life just fell off for me after the early 2000s, so I have no idea. Like, after Scientology, I'm like, who is this guy? Like, <laughs> I mean, I guess I respect him as an actor to a certain extent. Oh, you give respect to people you don't know? <laughs> I know Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah. <laughs> He was an Aladdin. Oh, what? The Disney version. He was an Aladdin. I swear this is true. So Aladdin was based <laughs> on. I think a lot oh. of people know this, but like oh, okay, the, no, his face. I, so Aladdin right. was based on Tom Cruise. Uh, I was just like, I feel like you were just messing with me, but it's fine. <laughs> no, 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 no. And and the new Aladdin was based on Will Smith, but. I prefer the Tom Cruise version. Anyway. Will, wait, are you, Aladdin was... <laughs> okay, now you're just messing with me. All right. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, like the remake, it was pretty good. Anywho. Yeah, it was good. But how, how was your week? My week, it just... No, I was going to say it just started, but today's Thursday. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> uh, just just working, practicing guitar. That's pretty oh, much it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our uh, openings got you pumped up, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I've been practicing a lot of the basics. So I'm determined to be a good guitar player in a year. A good, not not a great, not a fantastic, not the best, but a, like a decent player in a year. And I think that's a good goal. Yeah, so. I mean, that's a, yeah. And then one day you'll be able to redo our opening and it'll be you doing those riffs. Well, I want to buy a bass, but I don't have money for a bass. Maybe guitar. one day, yeah. Mm, I don't have money for both. This guitar I have it costed four hundred, I think. So, wow, you're just dropping it out there, huh? Look at this guy with his <laughs> money. It's <laughs> so funny. I know, I know. Well, since you didn't ask, I've had a great week. I asked, but how was no, your week? I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> well, I just finished my commission. Um, that my friend 
requested so i'm very excited about that and Mm -hmm. i put a little teaser out on tiktok of me randomly dancing and getting excited um for for you know revealing it essentially (laughs) i can never really get into tiktok i never i know i downloaded it once don't sound too old (laughs) It, it so it Everybody's used to be gonna hear you and swear I know. you're like 54. I, <laughs> I, I spiritually speaking, I am, but <laughs> so TikTok used to be owned by what well, it used to be called Musically, I believe. It was like an app where you could like call people and kind of like um do like karaoke, and that was a bit that was eventually yeah. bought, that was bought up by the the Chinese company. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I the only time I ever used it. Um, <laughs> I remember before TikTok was even like out there, it felt like as, as in terms of a social media platform, it felt like I was seeing it more on Pinterest and it was just short clips of um, people essentially making art and showing you basically how to videos is all I felt like was coming out of it. And quite honestly, I thought it was just sponsoring like the, um, that they were buying ads on Pinterest to to show people like mm. their brand essentially, and I didn't know it was going to become a social media platform a couple of years later. So that was really interesting. <laughs> I, I I guess one I don't know I just couldn't I don't but understand a, the point. It feels like it's I a mean, combination of Twitter and YouTube. I uh, mean, it's essentially Vine. Yeah, I was going to uh, say that. Yeah, but but the longer Vine sucked too. It's dead, but. <laughs> I, I mean, people still reference Vine and people, it's interesting to see, like, people recognize the people that they followed on other apps uh, all the time that they're doing, you know, the cross platforms and stuff. Um, but it's okay. I mean, essentially what's happening lately is it seems like somebody uh, else bought it out, maybe a private sector, and now there's a lot of weird things going on with the app, and it, it feels like nearly everybody I'm following is having the same issues. So, you know... It may not be the the popular app for long. <laughs> It'll go the way of Friendster. <laughs> or or MySpace. No, MySpace is still around. Uh, what Friendster completely shut down? I think so. MySpace was bought up by J Dog. <laughs> Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> no. Are you serious? Uh, is it no, still... he really no, he really oh, he okay. bought it. No, I no. Just with me. <laughs> so, uh, so Friendster did shut down, uh, shut down like a couple years back, and MySpace yeah. is still around. But it was bought by Justin Timberlake <clears throat> yeah. to promote uh, what you call it, musicians. Anywho, yeah. yeah. So we're talking about your movie. Oh is... yeah, it is my pick. Uh, it's Ready Player One. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oldie but Goldie. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't say it's that old. What year is it from? <laughs> that's a great. That's a great question. I am oh. going to guess 2016. No, I'm going to guess. Oh, look, see, I. Oh, I'm over here. <laughs> no, I would. I would call that old. Anything. Yeah. Anything outside the the 2020s. I'm just kidding. That's old now. That's how you block it off. <laughs> what? When do you can? What do you consider old? I would say anything beyond. 10-15 years I would consider to be an old movie yeah I was gonna say 10 years honestly like that's just um yeah it's more cataloged I mean if they're not making any sequels for it uh although I do believe this movie is getting a sequel there's you Unfortunately. know 
what get I, out of here i don't really see the point making like see this is a client for me this is a classic example of like you could do it but should you do it and just because you can doesn't mean you should and That's i fair. think i think the movie um in of itself is pretty complete mm-hmm. I, the ending is kind of messed up but <clears throat> it is a common criticism of my wife but i don't really see the point in making a second one but then again it is based on a book so right you kind of have to like you know uh, yeah, I was going to say, I know that's been an issue for you throughout anything that we do is that they usually just take it from a book or something. And where we actually get a very good movie, even with the result of it being from a book, it's like, oh, well, we have to continue because there's more content we could use. Um, whereas like they can't just see that they did one great movie, which would you? Honestly, you said this was when I mentioned this movie, you said it was in your tops, right? I think it's like, a good movie. <clears throat> yeah. I don't think it's super original. Um, it's pretty predictable and it references a lot of pop culture. So there isn't a lot of unfamiliar territory. But nonetheless, I think it's a very good blend of many different elements. So I really I really like the movie. Yeah. Um, the biggest like topic I brought up is it's the classic hero's journey. So you're getting something that's been reference in term of um a plot for many a year <laughs> yeah de- definitely um i don't have a problem with hero's journey i mean you it's it's classic you know, yeah exactly harry, harry potter lord of the rings um yeah. i think like everything Percy fantasy. jackson yeah <laughs> mythology I mean, I, in general <laughs> hercules <laughs> well yeah that's the classic heroes yeah hero's journey is hercules not the disney yeah. movie because that was terrible but <laughs> oh no trying to ruin my childhood i see how it is no they did that on their own but yeah. no <laughs> no well, it's just like, good at that but we knew that <laughs> well i don't have a problem with movies based on books i have a problem with the fact that it seems to be the only thing that they're doing is anything yeah taking ma- up yeah yeah any literature and then just gobbling it up spitting it out making money off of it yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much so like on netflix for example we have like netflix original and when you click on it for me original is they oh, they, they drafted it they create it's <laughs> it's their baby they pay yeah. for it everything from from start to finish but really it's just we just financed it <laughs> yeah exactly they bought up the content from somebody else and then they're claiming it as their own i and know i know buddy i find that to be highly disingenuous but most people just think i don't care if it's a good movie it's a good movie i don't care if it's based on a book so yeah i mean yeah i i get it <laughs> honestly um for this one i'm not sure i knew it was a movie until a year later or so it was just good on its own honestly like i didn't have to compare it to a book in order to enjoy it um i like you said referencing all the pop culture since it was virtual reality it makes sense like if we were in that same situation today we'd be finding you know modifications of all sorts (laughs) like um his his friend in in the virtual space you know she literally was doing modifications for people which is how we got the iron giant (laughs) oh yeah that's right sorry there are different there are a couple different ones yeah so 
Yeah, doing modifications. I thought that was super interesting. Yeah. I uh, love The Iron Giant. It's a really good movie. Yeah. Oh. You don't like it? <laughs> Aw. I love The Iron Giant. It's I, a kid's movie, though. I'm not sure. Well, yeah. I Don't get me wrong. I If we looked at my DVD stacks here, you'd find plenty of cartoon movies. I just think that... Um, it didn't hit home for me the way that it did for some people. I was like, oh, that was nice. And then that's probably as far as it goes. Iron Giant follows a formula that's been copied probably like 50 times. You yeah. have like E.T., you have Lilo and Stitch. Like sure. I, I have some friend from outer space. Yeah. The, the government's chasing them. I got to right. help them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> As a kid, I'm the only competent one in the situation because adults are too blind to see what's really going on type deal. <laughs> but, I mean, in, in terms of that space, uh, Iron Giant doesn't hit for me. <laughs> That's I wouldn't, all. I wouldn't say it's my all-time favorite. Um, right. But it's definitely... As a kid, it was my favorite movie. I don't. It's not Aww, like I would watch it now. Cute. Like we recently what? rewatched okay. Space Jam. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's just like some of those movies I watched as a kid, and so nostalgia. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I get that for sure. Um, well, okay. So for me personally, it still yeah. has to hit a criteria of like, oh, I really enjoyed it. Like, if I really enjoyed it as a kid, it's very funny to go back and rewatch it. Like, for instance, Hook get out of here <laughs> it's so messed up <laughs> like there's people who were killed off in that movie but it's uh, off to the side like the, the camera doesn't focus on the death because it's meant for kids but like the reality is, is people are legit dying <laughs> so it's just really funny to me like how dark that movie really is and for some reason I loved it as a kid I was like half of that storyline though went over my head and I had no idea until I rewatched it recently <laughs> I don't know if I've ever watched that so I just looked it up so that's the Peter Pan movie yeah with Robert Williams yeah yeah uh, you never I, watched it? Oh, it's may, going on the list. But it's 91, <laughs> so it was like right when I was born. I, I can't remember. I'm not a huge Robbie Williams fan, although I did like Jumanji. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah. That's... Didn't we, after we stopped recording last week, we went on a whole tangent about Robert Williams, and I could have sworn you were just like in love with the guy. Did you just change did i <laughs> yeah it felt like you were very passionate i don't know maybe no, i'm forgetting <laughs> mm, like in the sense that i i like i like the work that he's done like i appreciate him as an actor and i think he's a very good actor oh. uh but i don't know if i would say like a like a super fan but he's he was okay, very present yeah yeah. yeah yeah very relevant um, yeah that's for, why yeah okay that's fair well let me go ahead and jump in and give okay. you a little uh summary of the movie so in 2045 the planet is on the brink of chaos and collapse but people find salvation in the oasis an expansive virtual reality universe created by eccentric james holiday when holiday dies he promises his immense fortune to the first person to discover a digital easter egg that's hidden somewhere in the oasis when young wade Watts joins the contest he finds himself becoming an unlikely hero in a reality bending treasure hunt through a fantastical world of mystery discovery and danger <laughs> did you memorize that oh no not at all i read it <laughs> oh that's cheating yeah <laughs> no 
way. Um, I, I can tell you right now, podcasting is the closest I've gotten to um, public speaking. But when I'm in front of an audience or when I feel like I'm under pressure, I pressure to <laughs> pressure I, when I'm pressurized. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I definitely start stuttering and it gets ridiculous. So that goes the same with memorization. It doesn't work for mm. me. <laughs> no. Yeah. That pretty much sums it up. So the, it's a very dystopic movie, I would say. Yeah. And yeah. which is, I, I mean, I really enjoyed like even the way that poverty like had evolved essentially is like trailers being stacked on each other like I just thought that was so funny it's like oh overpopulation seems to be an issue in this version of our future (laughs) and poor people just get stacked on each other (laughs) like but not apartment buildings (laughs) what I thought was really funny is they had a lot of product placement in the movie um of like real and fake companies so you often see like the Domino's drone, like delivering, oh, yeah. delivering yeah, pizza. Yeah, yeah. And you can't tell me that they didn't pay for that. <laughs> pay for, what do you yeah, mean? Yeah, for the product placement to be in the movie. Like, oh, it, absolutely. I mean, that goes without saying in most yeah. movies. <laughs> but yeah, I just love, I mean, we're not too far off from getting our pizza by drone. So like that's, <laughs> you know, like the next step for sure. I'm like, oh, that's not unrealistic at all. <laughs> Yeah, that's what that's that's what I like about the movie is that it's I think this is what people envisioned the future would be like. So if you go to like go to like Back to the Future, which was mm-hmm. what was it, 1980 something, and they envisioned in like 40 years we would be living like they had envisioned back then, which is completely right. not true. Like we're kind of close, like we don't have hoverboards. But this movie is in 2077 or something, I believe. 2045. There it yeah, is. yeah and they're like this is what life could be like in 20 years and i'm like yeah probably not but i'm pretty sure we would be closer to that than what they had predicted in, in back to the future yeah I, I would agree um i think that it felt like it had um more realism and and how we were you know being overpopulated and <laughs> i i just liked um you know, even with the, oh, what was it? The, the evil company. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, that's a good question. What is it I, called? It was iOS? Oh, uh, right? yeah. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. IOI. IOI. Oh, I was so close. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. The, the way that they created essentially, um, forced labor was pretty insane it's not surprising that it would repeat in our history at some point you know i i was just oh have you and i'm just gonna throw it out there have you seen um it's what is it so tomorrow is that the name of the movie i believe so it it just came out this weekend so tomorrow on prime no maybe uh tomorrow no. war is what oh, it's tomorrow. called oh, okay there we go but it's just um that no. movie we just, it's fresh in my brain but all i was going to say is it's essentially a forced draft to fight in the future um but that concept is so wild to me you know because uh we're like a war away from potentially being drafted for something <laughs> Like, could you imagine feeling so desperate? Like, you just start throwing civilians out 
into a war anyway um <laughs> it feels like the way that uh ioi was set up you know obviously was to just use human labor and it's just like oh get in debt i couldn't imagine getting in debt for a virtual reality world that was something that i felt like this uh film really brought conceptually i think um, it's possible i think it's to be like in debt to a virtual world yeah but you're in debt because of that not to that so you know if you buy a lot of like dlc or whatnot i'm sure you can go to debt because of that i mean there are right. plenty of there are plenty of stories of some kid taking their parents phone. yeah <laughs> oh my gosh yeah there was one the most recent one that i felt like i found on gamer news was like uh the it was an nba game and they spent over ten thousand dollars on just chance lottery uh, oh, wow. because of the the credit card limit um it was you know they didn't realize that their child had access to it after they used it one time to buy them something willingly <laughs> and then the matter of a couple hours you know this kid is just hitting purchase over and over and over again uh with with no restrictions which is probably one of the most insane things about games is that you know it's like oh did you mean to buy this like oh sorry there should be restrictions on how much you buy in one day or in one hour for instance but no it's just like no you want your money and don't expect it don't expect it back like i wonder what happened um you know with it and you know even the chance lottery on the uh what are what are they calling them just freemium like no there's there's a word that they use um because it's like a chance lottery essentially like I, but i feel like i'm over complicating it but it's fine <laughs> but i couldn't imagine you know spending money and not knowing what i'm getting you know they started that when we were younger um and i felt like it was to fund you know gambling because there's not really a huge difference between what you're doing in a, in a game for chance versus um doing it in a casino <laughs> uh well yeah i mean it is gambling um, yeah but I mean, at the very least, what's cool about this world is that you basically could shop and like get real items too. I, I love that when he what, went, yeah, what, yeah, which happens when he finds yeah. the first key, yeah, and he gets like ten grand or something. Yeah, or... he gets so much in game, and he's just like, oh, I'm gonna buy a full body suit then that has all the senses, and I was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which you can do in certain games, you can turn your real world currency, your digital currency into real world, but usually that involves like building something like in World of Warcraft and then selling it to someone. You, know, right. so you, you can go to eBay and buy these accounts. That's true. That's so, true. I mean, That's see, always been a thing. That's why yeah. I was hacked in Gaia. <laughs> I'm convinced somebody went out there and like hacked it and then sold those items off. <laughs> I loved Gaia. That was such a great website. Yeah. It was I right. loved it for like a minute though. I mean, eventually it got kind of boring. Yeah. Too, well, I like, I, I like full on, too chibi base. Oh, yeah. well, I just like the the role play was fun. Yeah, <laughs> until you get like sexually harassed by people because <laughs> you could like take your clothes off, and I would get harassed by people on the website. Yeah, because then they are, <laughs> they had like this this uh, open world form where you could walk up to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And then you hit, like, the space bar to, like, sit down, but it's yeah. you, like, against <laughs> another person who would just literally troll you. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. I'm sure all of that still exists, but we're, we've moved on. We've aged out. 
<laughs> I'd be wary to go back into that world and know that any interaction I'm going to have is with somebody under the age of 18. <laughs> one, one thing, I guess we can move on. Like one yeah. thing I went back into was Neopets. Oh, I'd, no, I know. You you, yeah. you really love me. <laughs> I, so I got an ad a couple months back about Neopets. I was like, that's still around? And I tried to log into my account and I, was, I have like 10 email addresses. So I was like, crap, which email address did I have? But luckily I still have access to that one. And they're like, hey, we sent your password. I was like, great. And then I logged back in. It's like, hey, you've been gone for a while. Can you enter your birthday? And I'm like, crap. Like, did I enter my real birthday or did I just lie? <laughs> But I entered my real one and then I got into my account and then I saw my pets. Yeah. And I haven't fed them in like 15 years. <laughs> and they're still going strong on their diet of nothing. <laughs> yeah. Neopets was bought by like a, I think an Indian company. So it's still around. It's still crappy. It's super slow. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, so I feel like this movie incorporates a lot of elements that feel that kind of hit home. Whereas in like Back to the Future, a lot of that seems so far fetched. Um, kind of like the Jetsons, you know, like the yeah. Jetsons is from like the fifties, and they thought in like thirty years we would be like on the Utilitarian moon, yeah. and efficient, and like just those very gray lines. Well, do you notice that it feels like our interior design elements are very influenced by that thought process? In my opinion, I Jetsons? think that's why. Well when you think about the way that they envision the future, right? It was all like clean, silver, silver gray, you know? And it was just like clean lines, basic living, like very um, function over um, aesthetic, it feels like, uh, where we were all just going to be very uniformed and be beyond nearly personality is what I want to (laughs) say. Nah. like you don't think so uh because i i remember seeing like art installments about what the future was gonna look like and it was very similar and i mean like if you think about even your room in your background you know you have a whole bunch of bookshelves filled with all of this literature and it's just like it looks like clutter and so it's almost like the vision of the future is us evolving from like our chaos essentially like we've evolved as humans and like we just know better and we know all the knowledge because we found a new way to transcribe that into our brains or something i can't get rid of my books they spark too much joy absolutely you should never throw something away if it doesn't if it still sparks joy (laughs) And if you have to throw it away, you thank the item before you throw it away. <laughs> I think about like 30 of these books are books that I, I adopted from a library that was going to throw them away. So, <laughs> so I didn't actually read them. I just saved them from a shredder. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> They're good research material though, because it was from a French library. So a lot of them are in French. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it's one of the reasons why I like the movie, because it really hits home. It's something I could envision especially like them touching on virtual reality because yeah. I feel like the way they present virtual reality is that's how we had, a, that's how we imagined virtual reality would be 20 years ago. You know, when that first started kind of like becoming like a thing and like, Hey, you could, you know, run. Oh, it's the dream. Yeah. That's, oh. a, that's how we imagined it. But virtuality yeah. now is just kind of like, eh. Uh, yeah. I mean, and the barrier to entry is still pretty high though. If you want to start with virtual reality. Yeah, so I, I was actually going to say um, in, in the gamer news that I, I look at, it's funny because it feels like we're in the dark ages of, of the gaming 
timeline. Like when you think about, um, I, 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 well, well, think about the type of stuff that they're producing now versus when we were kids. It felt so new and like, we're getting all these cool storylines and we're getting like companies that are willing to work their butts off to produce something brand new and at the edge of, of, of the next unlocking version of technology yeah. and now we're just get, getting like a mass reproduction of what we had before with slight differences and I, that's true i think the difference between now and then though is now they're trying to nickel and dime you for everything right whereas back then you, you bought it and that was the end of it you know yeah. you pay you paid 30 bucks for your ps2 game and that was then it was done and over it was yours but now it's like hey, you know, buy this DLC and buy this expansion pack, you know, and it's just, it's a never-ending story. So, like, when I feel like a lot of people came out about what the gaming industry was doing to their employees, which is overworking them, underpaying them, especially for what they get back on the return of the game. And so, like you said, now they're introducing, like, chance lotteries, um, and then they're introducing expansion packs that cost extra yeah. and, but they're releasing games that have so many bugs right <laughs> Cyberpunk. so it's it's like they're rushing the process to get the money and then they say don't worry we're gonna backtrack and update that after you've purchased it and usually what happens is they wind up abandoning the game within a year um and then they just start focusing on the next project so they're just it's really feels like it's 100% a cash grab um, for a little bit of new content uh, in terms of each individual game and then you know what I mean that's true it's no longer about you know trying to actually step forward into more and better technology it's it's more about just penny pinching like you said (laughs) <laughs> yeah, which is funny because the whole cash grab thing is also one of the big points of the movie because in the movie, they're basically trying to find the key to this oasis so, so that this company control it. And what do they want to do with it? They would just put a whole bunch of ads so they can make a whole bunch of money from it. Yeah. And, and that that's pretty much it. But I don't think this is unique to games. You have the same for like music. You have the same for like for software you know for like phones for example i I really should just say technology in general because i actually was thinking about the iphone or the way that the android goes or the way that they release xboxes and ps4s and like while there is still a light competitive air the reality is is that both can be in the same space making about the same amount of money so like really has nothing to do with like outdoing each other it has more to do with just their individual cash grabs and if that means altering things a little bit to to get people to buy it then they'll do it yeah of Um, course that's why there's so many remakes that's why like for example like the switch has so many ports yeah you know but that's partly because the wii u was wasn't really a success so they're just porting all that but you see this throughout like a lot of the consoles that they're not really making i mean you can comment this better than i can but it feels like they're more interested in doing remakes because they know there's a basis for that as opposed to investing their money into actual new games right and i don't i don't consider ports to be games in that sense so like if you buy a port for the ps5 i i don't consider it to be a ps5 game i consider it to be a ps5 port (laughs) right yeah, that, yeah no the... i i could agree with you there like i yeah i just don't it's just for example with my phone i have a google pixel 2xl and yeah. it's completely outdated they stopped updating it in general like i other than like i guess basic maintenance but otherwise i mean it's 
dysfunctional not because it's not working and then it's not of quality it just it's just old and so mm. they decided to stop putting their their eggs in that basket because they're about to release like the the four or the five that's why <laughs> i buy iphones so ridiculous like people hate people hate on apple all the time about how you know how buggy Absolutely. the device and how expensive they are uh-huh. but but <laughs> but like the iphone 6 like a phone that came out like six years ago is still being supported so it's, it still gets updates i mean and, that's pretty good yeah and you can't say that for a lot of android phones i mean that's only the one good thing like there are other but, downsides yeah too. i was gonna say but you <laughs> could also say that they keep releasing new phones that have features that came out on other phones from like two or three years ago and they're saying oh no we got it we're the innovators and it's just like what like this yeah. existed on my I, basic walmart I, phone for six years <laughs> i can fight you on that though because <laughs> The difference between when it comes on an Android and when it comes on Apple, not always, but often, is that when they get released on iPhones, usually they're more refined. Not necessarily because they come out on iPhones, but by the time, so let's say they release a feature on Android, I don't know, like two years ago. Yeah, like you know, uh, screenshots. And, like. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And then like everyone, every Android phone releases it and like it's super buggy. It doesn't really work. It doesn't work as intended. Um, and a lot of these features are kind of like gimmicky. Like some phones had like this, this air swipe, like you could like, you could move your hand over your phone and like That's so uh, dumb. it's so dumb and it never That's worked so dumb. <laughs> but like but there were so many phones that had it right but it, but it was super buggy and unreliable and so like it just died out and apple usually just kind of just plays the waiting game to see like what kind of features actually stick you know yeah. because but- it that that's all so i understand what you're saying but i also don't think that that's validation for spending a thousand dollars on a new phone no it is like oh hey you get voice to text now and it's like uh that's always existed and they're like no but we do it better now so buy our thousand dollar phone because it's worth it and it's just like i can't Mm. validate sending that type of money on something that's already existed though (laughs) well i mean I mean, Apple I likes to sell them. I'm an Android girl. You I'm are? A Google, specifically a Google girl. <laughs> it's so convenient because it's a Google phone. So, like, it, you know what I mean? All the Google functions are well balanced, and that's we what I love about two, it. But I'm not a fanboy in that sense. I, I use Android. I use Linux. I use Windows. Like, I just, I prefer the phones. Um, right, right, right. You're, you're like, I'm not exclusive. We're not, we're not exclusively dating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not exclusively loyal to to I to the eye, the big eye in the sky. Like I, like I built my own, I built my own PC. So yeah, oh, oh yeah, so, yeah. Like, so you're like, yeah, don't worry. I have friends that are, are PC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not exclusive with the the um, gosh, the following, the devotion. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah. let's see. But oh, yeah, getting down to like, oh, what are you going to say? Go oh, on. no, I, I was literally just going to try to refocus us too. We're learning, No, I was going to say like, <laughs> well, like speaking of like fanboys, so you have, so this is, this was a funny point that my wife had brought up. So like everyone is super into the Oasis. It's like, it controls their lives. Well, yeah. it controls their lives indirectly. It controls their lives because everyone's in it. Not that like the Oasis is evil, just that everyone is obsessed with it. Right. So in that, so in that sense, it kind of dictates their lives. Right. And so everyone is like super like into this. And like so spoiler so like by the end of the movie you know the guy wins what a surprise and he gets the girl <laughs> another surprise yeah but and then he like turns the oasis off 
And so he only allows it to be on for like two or three days a week. Or he just, I think he took Tuesdays and Thursdays yeah, off. Yeah, and my wife was like, that's such a dick move. And I'm like, why? And he's like, look look at it this way. Like he he plays through the whole game. He, he gets all the money. He gets the girl. And at the, at the end of the movie, he's like, you know, he's like the rich guy, basically. Like he has everything he wants and needs. He doesn't need the OSS anymore because that was the escape. So if people wanted to escape from this reality because it was so terrible. And now his real life is super comfortable. He doesn't actually need it, but he blocks other people who might need it from being there. And so I see what you're saying, but I also feel like it's a forced redirection of saying, hey, this world isn't perfect, but we need to focus our efforts on keeping this world like at the forefront of our minds we can't just abandon it in virtual reality like it needs to just stay a game so i almost feel like it was like a forced redirection it felt like it made sense to me i don't know it feels kind of like the matrix like uh, the it it kind of goes in that direction (laughs) yeah because yeah yeah, it's it's definitely like it's definitely like the matrix because Because in the Matrix, he gets the decision to stay in the Matrix and live the lie or experience reality. So he's he's kind of given the choice. Where in this movie, that choice is kind of forced upon them. They don't really get a choice like, well, I guess they get like a combination like the best of both worlds. Right. But, but at the end of the day, he, he has everything he wants, so he doesn't actually need it. So it seems kind of like, you know, he's doing out of pity, basically. But I don't know. I thought it was super funny. Like okay. it was an interesting it was an interesting ending um yeah. I, I i think it was a per, well like when you have all the power why not do whatever you want essentially that sounds a you lot like I mean? thanos uh, is that well, correct because I mean, i've never seen that <laughs> i mean you'd have to unravel that but no I mean, well, his goal was to get all the power to do whatever he wants. And you yeah, have like, but... like the Infinity Pebbles or something, or whatever they're called. <laughs> I guess you're trying to evoke rage today. <laughs> I am. I am. The Infinity Stones. Oh, they're stones. I don't know if they're stones yes. or gems or pebbles. Crystals. <laughs> they could be crystals. But yeah, yeah. so that's, that's pretty much what I love about the movie. So I think it's good. Um, it's a cl- I think it's a classic gamer movie in the sense that it plays on a lot of, well, gamer slash pop, uh, pop pop culture because it referenced so many things. And I can imagine someone who's not from the U.S. would have a hard time understanding the movie because like there are just so many references to like so many things. Yeah, it's definitely geared towards uh, American pop culture. Yeah. I would definitely say that, but at the same time, knowing those things makes it even more enjoyable. Yeah, definitely. So, um, I definitely felt invested from like the minute that he was in there modifying his hair and stuff. Like I was just like, oh, I love like I love creating characters. Like it's one of my favorite things about games. Like, well, yeah. and me being an artist, like I love creating characters. So it's like being able to like physically alter them and then like oh this is the body that i'm in today like like it would be so fun to be like a troll in that world like so funny and then like i just love how expansive it was you know um and then i i love the way that it got started with like the race and how he figured it out was great i love that he like usually when you're given how do you say it like um a game let's just say in general yep. right you're not 
you're not living for the game in that you're obsessed with the creator. Like nobody's like, I'm not like that's true. <laughs> enjoying like let's say with Mass Effect, right? I'm not like living for Bioware. <laughs> so it's just like it's cool to me that like not only like when he created this game um in the event of his death it it was just really interesting that it created like a fan base for his life and it really just came down to this one person noticing details that no one else has and it seemed like for years before he actually got invested in you know trying to acquire these easter eggs um you know so when they were in the game i just love that the spark in him for being obsessed with holiday was all due to i guess trying to impress the girl really like isn't that what it kind of came down to yeah that's that's what it always comes down to though yeah Um, but it's interesting for her, like, I'd say, honestly, like, her story and how she entered his life was way more interesting, um, and I just, I, it would have been so funny if she was, like, a 50 or 60-year-old woman, like, just super haggard, super, like, witchy looking, like, and then, like, you know, she, he's just like, I don't care what you look like, and it's just like, what? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or like if it would have been a man like it would have just been so good like honestly it would have been even better because it would have been more realistic too <laughs> uh you know um before this movie i felt like uh hold on i'm gonna have to do a little well i'm not gonna make you guys hold <laughs> but it just reminds me of this one um we've had really maybe one other movie that I would reference for virtual reality um and it it had something to do with how the players didn't look like themselves and then they actually what it was is that they were taking over the bodies of other people who are volunteering so like they were living in virtual I don't know how to explain it it was like sounds like body snatchers right it had I think it had Bruce Willis in it Bruce body snatchers I don't know no it was um but it was kind of like a virtual reality where you were actually oh surrogates I I oh is that what okay yeah (laughs) that movie is terrible I mean I'm not I'm not speaking towards the actual overall storyline just the 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 concept of having people volunteer to be in this virtual reality um and let other people use these bodies it's a it's a wild concept (laughs) It's thought provoking, kind of like how yeah. I ro- kind of like how iRobot was with Will Smith. Um, yeah, but yeah, I understand that. Although I thought iRobot was a good movie, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. So we're running out of time, so you gotta let me know. Should I watch the movie? Should others watch the oh, movie? Yeah, I mean, definitely. Uh, I really enjoyed what was it, the Stephen King part <laughs> with uh, The yeah. Shining, like the references <laughs> there. It was super great, uh, and like honestly, like the like older lady with the knife was like super scary. Uh, yeah, it was the, actually. Yeah, like the the drown, like um, the blood, and then like even when they had to dance with um, the like zombies or whatever mm. that were just floating, and they had to hop from each one. I was like, oh. <laughs> but it was so funny watching the IOI people try to do the same thing and then completely fail. Oh my gosh, I, I like 
there was just a point where like it felt like you know Wade and his group were overshadowing so much like in terms of how they moved and like uh accomplishing because they were like the real gamers doing it for fun and like you know I I love that he had this like band of people that they just really enjoyed you know fighting together and everything um and then I really enjoyed uh you know his conversation with holiday and then the little twist with uh holiday's best friend uh it, it was almost like he was able to heal you know his heart even though he never got to fully have that conversation with holiday and um i i honestly would say that i'd recommend this over and over again to anybody who really enjoys pop culture and really enjoys gaming <laughs> really enjoys the hero's journey uh it just hits so many boxes for me. So I would definitely recommend it. I would too. So it gets a thumb and a half up for me. A thumb and a half? It gets two. I love your eloquent explanation and just your really deep dive into the movie. It's just so good. <laughs> no, I, I'm, a, I'm in agreement on all points. There's nothing else I can really add. Uh, and that is a newer movie and it was from a novel so we found one that you're you know you approve of i like harry potter too but that's a different story <laughs> all right well all it, right it sounds, we'll sign up <laughs> it's like a good conclusion um all right well see you later bud see ya bye <laughs> bye